Many people donate clothes as an excuse to buy more new items for themselves. However, donating clothes is not what you may think. And what you see in your local thrift store is only a small fraction of the amount of garments that we intend to donate. This is Green Me. When researching why fashion is bad for the environment, waste is often a large point brought up. One garbage truck of clothes are burned or dumped in a landfill every second. And while you may think, well, I don't throw away my clothes, I donate them. Oftentimes, donated clothes don't end up where you may think they do. Goodwill and Plato's Closet receives tons of clothes from donors that they cannot sell. So they end up giving these unwanted clothes to warehouses that send them off to developing countries. Now, again, I know what you may be thinking. We're giving these clothes to developing countries. That's great. However, we've been doing this for so long, these flea markets in other countries are being flooded with American clothing items. So much so that one of these receiving nations, Kenya, a coastal country in Eastern Africa, attempted to ban secondhand clothing items from their markets. They claimed that the influx of our unwanted clothes from America and Europe was destroying their own local textile industries. The American government did not like this though, and they pushed for African nations to buy our unwanted clothes. In 2018, the Trump administration even threatened East African countries with tariffs if they continued to refuse to take secondhand American clothing. It kind of reminds me of how the British would force their colonies to buy British tea. Clearly, American and European consumers don't want these clothing items, but developing nations don't want them either. We're stuck with a huge problem, and the most economical solution is landfills. So there you go. Donating clothes is a widely misunderstood issue, and it does not validate our consumption patterns, nor does it pose a solution to fast fashion. If we continue to consume as much as we do and use donations as an excuse to buy more, we will continue to flood markets for consumers that don't want our clothes, despite many of them literally being below the poverty line. So let's talk about landfills. The bottom line is that they produce methane, a gas that has more than 80 times the warming power of carbon dioxide. Aside from polluting the air and contributing to global warming, oftentimes landfills can seep into groundwater systems, polluting our drinking water and also polluting the soil that grows our crops. Clearly, there are some environmental implications of clothing waste, and the rate of wasting products has only grown with the rise of mass-produced clothing. In the United Kingdom, it's the largest growing category of waste. There's a term for this phenomenon, throwaway fashion. Only 20% of clothes are worn on a regular basis. If you think about the items in your closet, this probably makes sense. I myself own plenty of items that I've only worn once or twice for special events. Consumers have this idea that if you don't buy an item now, you'll never see it again. So we buy what we can and we end up with tons of clothes that we probably never wear. Fortunately, there are companies aiming to diminish this idea that leads to overconsumption. For example, Rent the Runway has gained popularity. It's a company in which consumers rent clothing items for four to eight days before returning it, gearing its sales towards people who need that one-time perfect party outfit. 
Instead of an item being worn two or three times before being tossed or donated, it's actively cycling through different people who can make great use of the product. The brand only has a few stores in person, but it is huge online with about 10 million members. Creating a cycle of fashion that disrupts the production of new clothes is horrifying to fashion brands, but it's the only solution to some of the issues of fast fashion. Other brands like Patagonia have made an effort to go against the status quo. They made their stance clear in a New York Times article published on Black Friday in 2011 titled, Don't Buy This Jacket. Patagonia essentially encouraged consumers to not buy new items from their brand and rather work to repair and make as much use of the items they already own. The company published this article and they still manage to receive millions in revenue every year to this day. On the other side of the spectrum, H&M has a clothing recycling program that seems sustainable, but is merely a marketing strategy to get people to buy more clothes. Essentially, consumers dump their unwanted clothes in a bin and receive store credit to buy more clothes. And while of course it's good that you're encouraging customers to recycle their clothes, you're giving them more money to buy more clothes, which doesn't solve the issue. And the worst part is that it's marketed as sustainable, with green tags with pictures of leaves and advertisements everywhere in an attempt to make consumers feel morally righteous about buying more clothes. Clearly, the solutions to the impacts of waste lie almost entirely in the hands of the consumer. People can oftentimes feel helpless with the issue of fast fashion, as they know that no matter what they do, companies will continue to produce clothes. However, waste is an issue that we can focus on that is almost entirely impacted by the consumer themselves. If you're throwing away your clothes, you're automatically having an impact on the environment. The best solution with unwanted clothes is to just not buy them in the first place. But realistically, we all have clothes that we don't want and would like to discard. What you can do is Google search churches or local nonprofits that give clothes directly to people in need instead of funneling them to markets abroad. It's up to you to determine your footprint on the environment. I hope you learned something new. Thanks for listening in on this episode of Green Me.